I, I've spent years kind of avoiding myself, um, you know, and, and hiding behind the career in professional development and, and, you know, chasing, not failing, chasing, not failing. And, you know, all the while not realizing, you know, the things that I have done, the things that I have been through, you know, have made me the person I am today. And when I finally started to look at that person, I, you know, I through a different lens. I was very proud. You know, I was finally open to really looking inside of myself to see the person that I was and came to a place where I really liked what I saw. Um, so instead of avoiding myself, I'm now discovering myself. And it's just, it's a, it's an overwhelming place to be. It's, um, it's just, it's been a great year. And what I've noticed lately that it's becoming exponential in, you know, my growth and the things that I'm discovering and the people that are coming in my life. And, and it's, it's just a fantastic place to be. And, and I think that, we can all get there. It is it is within us. Welcome to Why She's Winning with your host, Christy Rutherford, a master of office politics and self-care advocacy. Christy's clients have received over 10 million in salary raises in a pandemic. Surprised that women are still getting paid during these challenging times? It's possible for you too. You can have it all if you believe you deserve it. Christy and her guests will assist you with that. Let's get started. Welcome everyone to Why She's Winning. I am your host, Christy Rutherford, who gets finer <laughs> by the week. <laughs> Just want to be clear. So today we have Jennifer Myers. Jennifer Myers has a passion for helping others reach their full potential and achieves this through coaching and mentorship. She has benefited from private as well as group coaching to help her navigate her own personal journey. Jennifer believes that while much is spent on professional develop development, studying ourselves can be of greater benefit. She has experienced this firsthand and is now living a more fulfilled life. Yes, she is. She is a program manager, a certified holistic life career and executive coach and a retired army veteran. Welcome, Jennifer. <laughs> hey, Christy. All right. I've been waiting right. for this interview for like a year. So, Jennifer, uh, welcome uh, to Why She's Winning. You winning. And I am so, winning. Uh, I, we we want to talk about, you know, in light of everything that's going on. And um, would you have imagined that the world would have continued to disintegrate? <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's never ending since 2020, but it was it was on fire. Let the media tell it before then. Does that make sense? So now 2020, oh, we just get from 2020 to 2021. Oh, we throw lighter fluid on 2021. We're going to throw lighter fluid on 2022. And if we don't do anything to extinguish ourselves, right, and we don't take responsibility for where we are ourselves, 2023 is just going to be another culmination of letting other people tell us how we should live our lives, which is in chaos and misery, right? So, Jennifer, what was going on with you when you were like, you know what? I need to do something different. And when was it? 
Mm, when was it? So a little over a year ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I saw a post a friend of mine uh, had posted and it was it was something you posted. And so I started following you and, and I was in a place. Oh, my God, I I've spent years kind of avoiding myself, um, you know, and, and hiding behind the career and professional development and and, you know, chasing not failing, chasing, not failing. And, you know, all the while not realizing, you know, the things that I have done, the things that I have been through, you know, have made me the person I am today. And when I finally started to look at that person, you know, I, through a different lens, I was very proud. You know, I was finally open to really looking inside of myself to see the person that I was and came to a place where I really liked what I saw. Um, So instead of avoiding myself, I'm now discovering myself. And it's just, it's a, it's an overwhelming place to be. It's, um, It's just, it's been a great year. And what I've noticed lately that it's becoming exponential in, you know, my growth and the things that I'm discovering and the people that are coming in my life. And, and it's, it's just a fantastic place to be. And, and I think that we can all get there. It is, it is within us to do so. Um, The one thing I want to, I got something in my inbox this morning that that's very appropriate. Um, and one of the things I've been thinking about um, in the last few days is just, just the freedom. But this says, um, you know, and you can replace God with source or universe or whatever you want to. But it says, since everything is God and everything contains God, you see God in everything. And everything is a step toward liberation. And I feel liberated. That's by Frederick Lentz, by the way. Um, but I just, I feel liberated. And it it feels good. It's it's just a wonderful place to be. Okay, so let's unpack it before you start crying. Uh, <laughs> I didn't cry. <laughs> You're already getting choked up. Joy has made you so happy. You're about to bust out crying on this phone. Out. I mean, did anybody else see that besides me? Let me save Jennifer right quick. I'm feeling good, right? But joy feels good, right? And you're unpacking really for the, you know, one of the first times. Now, I've been waiting for this interview for a long time. Um, you know, like the process and, and you know, we ain't going to tell all your business, but where you were to where you are, because the world is in need of your message, which is, you know, I'm always grinding on you like, Jennifer, people need to know. Um, so let's talk about, you said I was chasing, not failing, mm-hmm. because a lot of us work endlessly, right? Hard, aggressively, endlessly, not to fail. And when we're doing that, we don't even know that we've made it. So what was chasing failing to you? Like, what does that really mean? Um, and um, yeah, go ahead and unpack that for you. For me. So I, you know, there's perceptions, I think that, you know, and not only me, I think everybody there's, there's perceptions that we hang on to from things that happened in the past, from things that people have said in the past, you know, in our youth or early adulthood, you know, and we hang on to those perceptions and, and that kind of, you know, we allow that to drive our lives. 
And, and for me, getting to a place where changing the perception, right? I, I am good enough and I don't have to look over my shoulder and wonder what everybody's thinking about me, you know, and I, I can build the type of relationships that I want to build for me. Um, and just, just kind of altering those perceptions and, and changing, you know, how I want my reality to be, what I want to believe, who, the kind of person that I want to be going forward. And it's not a person of fear and it's not a person of doubt. You know, it, it, I want to be a person full of confidence that can get, that can have a, a high vibration every day. I went to in and out the other day and I felt so good and I'm ordering my little burger and smiling at the, the, the little girl in the window and I could, she like her face lit up and she started smiling back. And I thought, wow, this is what this is about. This is what this is about. And it's, it's being able to spread that to whoever I, we come in contact with. That's important. That is going to hold us together. So, so you talked about, um, because I want to unpack it just a little bit more. We're going to have to unpack this. If I got to get a crowbar to unpack this thing, you better believe it's going to get unpacked. When, when we talked about not failing, is really, and then you started talking about a conversation of, of not feeling good enough. And then you talked a little bit about, you know, growing up is like, we're carrying these scars um, and this imprint of people saying, we're not good enough. You know, I'm, I'm from South Carolina. Like I always had teachers say, you're never going to be anybody. You're not going to make it. How's a teacher going to tell me that? And you know, uh, it didn't go well for the person who said that to me, but it's like, we're carrying these imprints of people saying we're not good enough or they're not expecting anything great from us. And so now here we are 30, 40 years later, still carrying those scars of what people said to us, trying to prove people wrong. And so that creates the, 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 it's a burden almost that you're trying to overcome mm -hmm. something that you're never going to overcome through physical exertion because it's actually mental. Um, it's a mental thing. So let's talk about, um, you know, choosing how to choose joy daily. Right. And, mm -hmm. and we had a dance party before the call. Uh, we was dancing at Whitney Houston. I was dancing. <laughs> Jennifer, you got up and you danced too. I because did. we can't give what we don't have. And so people think that happiness is going to just come, right? And I tell people, happiness is not a passive activity. Peace is not a passive activity. Like we got to work at it. So what's one of the things that, you know, one or two of the things that you do that you can give advice to the listeners on how they can actually, um, you know, feel joy. We're going to unpack it a lot during this, you know, the next 30 minutes, but what are one or two things in the beginning that people can do to be able to choose joy because it's not passive? Yeah. I, you know, I had periods of anger. I was angry at, my, angry at myself, angry at others. And, and a lot of that, um, you know, came from things that happened in the past that I hadn't yet forgiven, things that I had done, things that people said to me, um, the way things the way people were towards me, you know, and all that builds up over time. And if you're holding on to all of that, 
you're going to express that outwardly in your life. And it, it can be a very dangerous thing because, because you're, I'm, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of walking around in this, this state of, you know, outside of your own being. And, and it's, it's like some, some other power has control of you and you're saying things you, you know, if, if you had your head about you, you wouldn't say to other people, you know, if you had your head about you, you wouldn't treat yourself that way. And I think the first thing is forgiveness. You know, I had to forgive, you know, my parents, things that they, they couldn't help. You know, my father was a Vietnam vet. Um, there's, there's alcoholism in our family. Uh, he drank until I was about 13 years old and, and I, I kind of picked up where he left off. Um, which I think earlier I said I was voiding myself. That's kind of how I did that. So forgiving, I think forgiving him, forgiving myself for, for certain patterns that I allowed in my life was huge. You know, just being, being kinder to myself. And, um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, my mother, she was the way she was. She couldn't help it. She said things she didn't mean if she had her head about her. She wouldn't have said, but that's what I took hold of. And that's what I carried forward in my life. And that was what I had to let go of and forgive her words, forgive, just, just forgive all of it and let go. And, and I think that's the biggest first and foremost thing that is going to help someone along a path of finding joy. You have to release all of that. Hey, Chrissy Rutherford here, inviting you to join my private community, Money Loves Happy People. Yes, the information is so good. We do live interviews Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I have hundreds of on-demand videos in this community, including my signature course, How to Use the Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume, my other course, Seven Keys to Getting the Raise that You Desire and Deserve. I made hundreds of videos from amazing thought leaders from around the world. You have access to on demand for less than $500. Go ahead, register, join us in this community, get this insight and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. So let's talk about words, right? And I remember reading in Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Own Life. She said, forgive your parents because they did the best they could with what they knew and had at the time, right? That's a revelation because we view our parents as our superheroes, but they're broken people too. And I don't care what they look like, socioeconomic background, everybody got something dysfunctional in their family, right? Like people look at yeah. people look at white people like they ain't going through nothing. I'd be like, please. <laughs> Everybody's going through something. I don't care if you're poor. <laughs> right? They, they look at like some people, like wealthy people, and be like, they're not going through anything. Or you look at successful right. people, they're like, you're not going any going through anything. And yes, they are, and we are. So let's talk about you know, understanding, because if you always view your woundedness from the perspective of the, the child, like the wounded child, and now you're a whole grown woman, a whole grown woman, you fine too, girl, you real fine. And you're, you know, and, and now you're looking at 
the patterns of Vietnam veterans, like that was like some of the actions that your father took were common for that. Some of the actions of, of your mom and her childhood, some of those actions are common. So now you can forgive them because you're not looking at them from the place of the wounded child, but more so the rational adult to be like, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. Right. So what yeah. does, what is forgiveness, right? How do you do that? Because a lot of people think that you need the person's permission to forgive, or you need a conversation. You need them to say they're sorry. So how, what did that process work out for you? How did you do that? But really it's, We'll talk about them, but then I want to talk about forgiveness for yourself after that. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, the biggest thing is really, it, it's not about them. It's, it's about yourself and it's about the kind of life you want to have and, and to be able to, to forgive people. It's just, it's letting go. It's, it's offering a little bit of grace, knowing that they've done the best that they could. It's, it's knowing that you're in control of how you want to be, how you want to feel every day for the most part, you know, and I, and I also want to call out that there are some mental illnesses that need attention in a more medical medical way. My mother had one. So I, I don't want to discount the very serious mental illnesses but I also want to say, you know, having been through, you know, some, some depression, it, it's, it's very powerful when you can stand up for yourself, when you can be in charge of your own feelings and who you are and who you want to be and, and forgiving others. It's not about them. It's about you and how you want to go forward with your life. Do you want to be the kind of person who hangs on to grudges and, and, you know, goes against the grain like that? And, and I don't, it, it's, it's very relief. It's a, it's a feeling of relief when, when you've let go of all of that, it's, it's, you know, talk about baggage, you know, I mean, you're trying to carry five bags through the airport, really, that's tough, go get a cart, push it. You know, there's, there's other ways, you don't have to do it all by yourself, hire a guy. <laughs> but, but we, we have the power to, to change that. So, so let's talk about, you know, forgiveness, I always say forgiveness is a decision. Is not is not a passive activity. Is not I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to forgive. It takes work to forgive people because you have to now you become comfortable. You know, Jennifer, you talked about the five bags. Like we've been living our lifetime with five bags, and I've talked to women who are terrified to like let the bags go because those baggage that that bags and the baggage has become a part of their identity. Like who am I if I'm not miserable? Which is insane, right? Who am I if I'm actually free and happy? So it's the law of sacrifice where Bob Proctor talked about the law of sacrifice is letting go of something of a lower nature to receive something of a higher nature. So you're letting go of the baggage and the pain of your past to be able to receive joy, to be able to receive happiness, to be able to, 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 to receive, you know, you talked about is now exponential and, you, and you're liberated. So you got to let that stuff go to actually receive peace. So. Let's talk about forgiving yourself because that's because once you learn how to forgive yourself, <laughs> oh, baby, you can forgive everybody else. That's the hardest thing. So we start with self first. I'm, I'm getting loud because I get excited and I just finished my coffee. Uh, but like 
once you learn how to forgive yourself, what, what was that process like for you? Cause I remember, you know, when you showed up, you were a hostage. Um, you know, we had to wrestle you down to the ground. We still wrestling. Uh, it's good though, <laughs> but you know, to, 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 you know, to get you to break through, to actually let go of what had been your story for so long. Like, so what, what was that forgiveness process? Like, what is that like for you to actually forgive yourself? And what are two things that the listeners, um, you know, can do to, to attempt, I hope y'all throw your whole stuff in it, to forgive themselves. What are your thoughts on that? So, you know, for me, I discovered a lot of, you know, tools, techniques, things that other people have, have kind of put out there and, and discovering things that, that I didn't really know about before, you know, the value of meditation, the value of, of journaling and not just, you know, writing down what you did today. You know, that's, that's the superficial stuff. That's, that's, it's not really it. it. It's about how, how did you walk through that day? What, what did you uncover about yourself that day? And, and talking about forgiveness, you know, the, the journaling, I had to go back and kind of follow the path and, and, and kind of pin those key moments that, that I was kind of hanging on to, you know, things that, that I did direction I took that, that didn't really serve me. Um, You know, whether it was relationships or, or in a job or whatever it was, but, but really looking at that deeply and, and uncovering, you know, why that happened and, and all of it, I was avoiding myself. I was not aware of who I was and what I needed. And, and to be able to forgive those instances in the past and, and to really take the steps that I needed to take to learn to love myself if we can all just figure out how to love ourselves, everything else falls in place. So let's talk about, you say you were avoiding yourself, right? <laughs> and, and I wrote, <laughs> I wrote down, you say when I walk through, through my day, right? Journaling. Mm-hmm. So you meditate and then you journal and you and what's happening and, and you're journaling is you're becoming conscious of how you feel, right? Like, you, you couldn't avoid yourself anymore because the process, you know, and what we do very well over here, Vision Finding International, uh, is having you look in the mirror at yourself, right? And becoming aware of your thoughts and your actions and your words and your deeds mm-hmm. and really taking responsibility for how, like, why you are where you are right now, where you, why you are and where you are. Oh, Lord, I'm going around myself. <laughs> Where you are right now is a culmination of your unconscious habits, thoughts, words, and actions. So you are the cause of your misery. Oh, yeah. Period. Broad breaststroke, right? And then once you become aware of it, where you can't hide it under a rug anymore because you've invested in yourself to now do the self-discovery to figure out, all right, I'm ready to change. Now you have to take responsibility insert new action to get a new result all you have to do is insert a new thought right you see i got my um 
my affirmations. You see that hanging up, right? Yeah. Insert new words from your mouth, becoming conscious of, oh my God, if I say I'm miserable or I'm stuck or I'm not going to be anybody, I'm now aware that I'm saying that, that light bulb is on. Now I have to say, I am healthy. I am healed. I am kind, right? If I'm walking around not meditating and not aware of how my body feels, then I start to work out and I start to meditate. Now I feel better. So I'm going to, you know, now insert these new actions to get a new result. So what was, um, I would say the, the, the process of the group, right? Cause now you're in a, you're in a group of women who are other mm -hmm. high achievers and you're looking at other women like, my God, I'm not by myself. So what was most surprising <laughs> to you when you actually started to unpack where you were, um, in a group of other, other women, what was that like for you? You know, it's just, it's really an amazing feeling to know that you're not alone and other people are having the same challenges, you know, it, it the same, but different, right? We're all unique. We have our own unique things that we have to get through, but to have that, that circle that, you know, they're rooting for you. Every, everybody wants the same thing to be happy, to be healthy, to be whole, you know, we've, we've had our own challenges and, and we don't have to do it alone. Um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing I went through, through years thinking that, that I was doing it on my own, you know, no, nobody's going to be there to pick me up. That was part of the failure thing, right? If nobody picks me up, if, if I fail and nobody's there to pick me up, I'm done. And so it was push, push, push. And, and to know that there's support and people that, that can, can empathize with your situation and can cheer you on and can offer, you know, other tidbits of advice. And it's just amazing to be around a group of women with such positive energy and, you know, we're all growing each and every day. And so just encountering that is is really awesome. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. If you want to learn how to get a 30% raise this year without getting another degree, go ahead and get my free case study and get this information. Use it. You can go to changenowwithchrissy.com, changenowwithchrissy.com. It's about 30 minutes. Use the insight, own your value, and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. See you soon. You said something so good. You said, if I fail, there's no one there to pick me up. Mm. And, I put that and on myself. Is, huh? <laughs> I put that on myself. Yeah. Well, it's, but it, but that's a normal um, mental habit that a lot of women who have the superhero complex we have because we're mm -hmm. the ones for our families. You know, I always talk about how, you know, we, we work with pattern breakers and chain breakers because we're the ones for our families. We're the ones to break. The, 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 that came here to break the generational patterns that have been plaguing our families for years, right. Right? right? We're here to be the pattern breaker and the change maker in our families. So we don't have anybody. We're the superheroes. So if I break is in our minds, is terrifying and it's over, <laughs> but we're all shattered. Right. <laughs> right? right. And, we, and we duct tape ourselves together. If something falls off, you catch it before you just like super glue it back on because we can't break because we're the one. And right. that's the complex that we're carrying around. And I'm not saying that we aren't the ones, but the ones are broken. Right. The superheroes for the families, we are shattered and we can't tell anybody because 
we don't have anybody to catch us when we fall because we're dragging. We used to carry. Now we're so tired. We're dragging 10 people with us. Does that make sense? So I wanted to yeah. get that out because when a superhero is in trouble, nobody asks, nobody gives an ish. And, and then we're trapped in what we created, right? right? We're trapped and we're terrified to be found out. Right. So, so to be amongst other women who are the ones, you'd be like, my God, I'm not by myself. It's like, shoo, now <laughs> we can do something about it, right? Um, so let's talk about what is meditation and you know, I always say that meditation uh, of all my clients and all the years that I've been doing has been in the game for a long time, even though I look like I'm 25, y'all. Cute. Uh, meditation is the foundational habit for which all the other habits are stacked on. And it's the hardest thing. So a lot of people, and I remember when I was in the Coast Guard, stressed out and crazy, I started to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to go do yoga because when you're on fire, we we try to go and try out things that we see other people do. They had so many freaking incidents in that room. I said, I'm being choked out of here. This this is not for me. Or I think that <laughs> yoga is this woo-woo thing where I have to hit the gong and got to do all these things. So I didn't learn how to effectively do it. Um, or you sit down for, for five minutes and you say it doesn't work if we don't get it in the first three days. So what was that practice you know, like for you, because meditation is free, y'all, <laughs> right? Like, what has that practice been like for you? And what's been the greatest benefit of, of meditating? You know, I've, for me, I have always been a person who, who loved nature, but, but over the past year, it, meditation has brought me, I think, closer to that. It, you know, there's a lot of, we talk about energy and we talk about vibration and, and to be, to be fully present, to come into a place where you are, you are no longer your, like what you see in the mirror, this physical presence, this physical form. If you get fully into a meditation the physical form for me goes away and I am part of the whole, which is it, right. The universe, you, me, sky, birds, trees, mountains, whatever it it's, it's like this quantum plane that you can sit at and you don't think about the past. You don't think about the future. You don't worry. You don't have anxiety. You don't have depression. You, you are in a space that is so safe and so connected with everything. And it's a very amazing feeling. And it takes practice, a lot of practice daily. Hey, Nicholson said, your energy is so calming. I want to like shake her up and get her to act like me. It ain't gonna happen. I've been trying no. for a year, y'all. I've been trying for a year. So, uh, <laughs> So, uh, Aiden Nicholson, thank you for saying that because I was going to shake her up and be like, you better go over here, yeah, girl. Uh, but, you know, we're all unique, right? <laughs> there is not another Christian Rutherford in this world. Praise the Lord. So, all right, let's talk about um, after the work. 
right? Mm -hmm. and, and now the maintenance of the joy, because we talked about the meditation, you now walk outside, you're journaling, you, you found your tribe, we're happy, this is what we do over here. We spread happiness, love, and joy. And um, you know, you've done the work, you've forgiven yourself, you've forgiven your parents, you've forgiven situations, you even talked about friends, some other people you gotta let go, some of them you'll keep. So now that you you have this, um, you know, I know that there is a point in in you know with 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 all the women that we work with, the, the joy becomes terrifying because we think that it's gonna go away, right? Like if you you know, I want to talk about the first after 50. We're going to talk about this in the next question. But once you start to experience joy for the first time in, you know, 50 years, you real fine, though, girl, right? It's, it's kind of like the, you get nervous because you're like, is this going to last? So what are some of the things that you now do as a part of maintenance to maintain, uh, you know, that newfound or remembered joy and peace that you once had before life choked you out? Yeah. Do you know, I just, I spend a lot more time thinking about how I want my day to be. I, I do set boundaries with my time. I, I know that I get in energy from inside of myself. Some people get energy from others. I get energy from inside myself. So I know I need that time and space. So it's, it's, you know, I watch my commitments I watch how I'm spending my time. I do things because I want to do them, not because there's some feeling of obligation uh, to do that. Um, you know, and it's, it is a habit to, to change and, and right. It's a habit to seek joy, find joy. And once you're there, it it's a habit to stay there and, and it it takes it takes time for it to fully become a part of who you are, um, and and just realizing over time how that's evolved, it becomes easier if I have a day that's maybe not as good as I want it to be to recover. You know, the recovery is a lot quicker. You know, in my twenties, I used to hide in a closet and cry uh, for days. So slow recovery. Um, <laughs> And now, you know, I, I, you know, just remembering the power of being present and the power of knowing who I am, um, which has nothing to do with what I'm doing, but how I'm being and, and the person that I need to be for myself, you know, to love me first uh, makes everything a lot easier. Okay. So. Let's talk about your first after 50, right? Mm. Uh, do you have a list? Because I got your list, but you my know, list. I, I know you're going to have to think about it a little bit. Like, <laughs> because a lot of women think, Jennifer, that after 40 is over and that they can't change. I mean, we work with 33 year olds, Jennifer, baby, baby unicorn. Um, oh, Rocky was 20. What, Rocky's like 28 or something like that, right? Just a um, and I'm like, had, had we figured this out at 28 and 33, my God. I would have been dangerous. What? Things would have been awesome. <laughs> oh. So now at 50, and then we got the 60, 65-year-olds that we work with. So yeah. 
What are some of the first things that you encountered and experienced um, after 50, you know, as a result of doing this work? Mm. You know, the, the word that just popped in my mind right now was freedom. I was never really free. You know, I was beholden to my perceptions, you know, my beliefs, what I thought I needed to be for other people or because of other people. And, and the freedom that I've gained is it, that, that first and foremost is, is the best thing that, that I've realized. Um, I've, my God, two years ago, I moved from San Diego to Colorado Springs. And, and after 24 years, I started skiing again. Um, you know, I'm 55 years old. I'm skiing down the mountain. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Um, I've booked a, uh, a scuba diving trip to Indonesia in the, in the fall. Uh, I, I love scuba diving. Um, it's, it's a place, God, freedom. Yes. Christopher Taylor. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the things, but it just, doing things outside and being a part of nature and, and knowing that, I mean, it ain't over till it's over and I don't care how old you are. It is never too late to live the best life that you can possibly live. And, and I just, I challenge everyone. If, if, if you're not there, if you're struggling, reach out to somebody that, that can help you take the steps that you need to get you there because life is way too short. You know, uh, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So just, just, my God, just, just being able to live each day your fullest. And, and I think for the first time after 50, I've been able to do that and, and everything else just, just comes easier. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as we loved putting it together for you to share insight, to make your life better. Now, did you get your copy of my resume course, How to Use the Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume to Land You a High-Paying Job? Look, even if you have somebody write your resume for you, how do you know whether or not it sucks? <laughs> and did you give them the information to be able to write a great resume or did you hope that they were going to spend gold out of something that you gave them that wasn't that good? So get this course, not just to write your own resume, but to be able to provide resume writers with what they need to adequately tell your story so you can get paid the money that you desire and deserve. So go ahead and click on the link on around this video, get this course, use it and get paid what you deserve is less than $50. I mean, come on, just get the course and use it. See you soon. So you talked about, you know, several things you said freedom, but you know, through some of the things that you talked about, because you know, I take notes is, uh, and on this side too, <clears throat> you're really just free to be yourself. Yeah. And, and so many times we hide or, or one, we have to remember a lot of people call it rediscovering. I'd be like, it's not necessarily, you're not, we're, we're always trying to, to, to discover ourselves, Jennifer. And I was talking to somebody last night. I'm like, you don't have to discover yourself because that's like, you're looking for somebody new, you just need to remember who you are, you know, remember yes. who you used to be, even if it was like three or four before life started to wear you out. Remember, you know, we, we were born in peace <laughs> and then hell shows up <laughs> for a period of time. 
So you're just remembering who you are. And, and so when I wrote down, you know, freedom to be yourself, and then that's just like self-love, that's self-acceptance. That's just accepting Jennifer who she is. Jennifer ain't going to jump up and down. You do like the party though, but she ain't going to, you know, she's not going to bring it as, as aggressive and as loud as I am. It's not going to happen. I, I've tried. It, it just, it just don't work for her because she's a woman <laughs> of peace and she's, you know, and it's like, we're always trying to adjust to suit especially as a strong woman to suit the audience that we're in and we're disrespecting ourselves, trying to be respectful for other people. And so you ain't doing that no more. You're like, I, I do what I want to do when I want to do it. I talk to who I want to talk to. I'm not having conversations that I don't want to have anymore. Yes. And that's a part of respecting yourself. So, so unpack that a little bit more of how do we, you know, learn how to, uh, make ourselves a priority and respect ourselves first because so many times women we surrender all of that to be able to make people happy with us while we're miserable and depressed and drunk <laughs> right it, you know if I mean the saying goes if mama ain't happy nobody's happy you know I it's we we owe it to those around us to to do what we need for ourselves first if, if we're not whole if we're not healthy if we're not happy our families, our friends, you know, we're going to either make them miserable or they're going to go away. You know, I don't have to stick around if, if I'm in an environment that doesn't suit me, they don't either. You know, if, if, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not being the person that you need to be for you, I think people sense that they're going to know. So you owe it to yourself and your loved ones to be the best that you can be. So, so let's talk about, you know, I want to talk about these marketing terms. Uh, <laughs> the views expressed by Chris Rutherford are not the views of Jennifer <laughs> Byers. Let's be clear. Uh, let's talk about these marketing terms. Because I talk to so many people who say, you know, they're high-functioning anxiety and high-functioning depression. And I always say, saying that you have high-functioning anxiety and high-functioning depression means that you know you're crazy and you're going to do nothing about it. That's my view. Right. That ain't Jennifer. Y'all get off Jennifer. Right. But it's like we we are given permission, Jennifer, to stay the same. Mm -hmm. This is people, you know, trying to normalize. You do have mental health issues. And I think a lot of um, not you, but there, there are mental health issues that people have clinically. And then there are some uh, that are created by comparing ourselves to other people, not respecting ourselves and creating boundaries you know, being drugged down and, 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 and being a superhero for our family. So when I look at, um, you know, a lot of women who are claiming mental health, I'm like, you know, you could ease that by getting off social media for a month, period. Yeah. You, you want to, you want to heal your mental health issues, girl or gentlemen, <laughs> get off social media for a month. Yeah. And, what are you putting in your head? What are, what's coming out of your mouth? You know, are you putting in positive things? Are you saying positive things? Are you, you know, how are you being? Yeah, so let's unpack that. I mean, it's, it's, it's because, Jennifer, we think that we're doomed to this misery, but it's because uh, we're not aware of our thoughts, actions, and deeds and what we're feeding ourselves. So uh, before we close out, like, you know, what what's your advice to people who have you know, uh, they're, they're struggling to, to get ahead, but they're consumed, you know, three, four hours a day on social media. I mean, the first thing you have to do is want to change. You have to recognize that that habit isn't serving you. Um, and I still occasionally find myself scrolling through stuff and I'm like, wait, 
Nope. I've, I've just spent 15 minutes looking at nothing. You know, I could have been meditating, <laughs> raise my vibration a little bit higher, but I'm scrolling through crap. It, you know, realize what is not serving you. Take ownership of your actions and, and know that change can happen. You don't, you don't have to live in that space where you're anxious and you're depressed and you're worried. There, there is a solution and, and, and it's only you. You know, sometimes we look outwardly for a solution. You know, we're not, you know, books are great, but not if you're struggling to find the answer in there because the answer is inside of you. The answer is in here. And until you know that, you're going to continue to struggle. So take ownership of that and and challenge yourself to to grow and step into the new you. I think a part of that is, is, you know, if we understand that we're the creator of our circumstances, that we no longer, that that's no longer serving us, right? Then we're also the cure. So yes. a lot of, a lot of women are, are walking around powerless and I'm like, there's no way you can be this powerful and be powerless when it comes to changing your life. So you talked about take responsibility for where you are, understand that you can change It's it's, is not easy, but it's worth it because now you have to start to observe what are you doing to be able to create these circumstances and all you have to do, it's not that hard, it's kind of hard, but it's not that hard, insert new action to get a new result. Insert, instead of, you know, scrolling through on social media looking at, I don't know, it's negative, oh my God, it's negative, right? <laughs> to, to, to changing the channel to watching something positive. Instead of watching depressing movies and murder, murder mystery shows and you dream that somebody's chasing you at night, change it to the Hallmark channel, right? Like, I mean, it's just as simple as that, Jennifer. Like, we're, we're, yeah. we have to become conscious of what are we feeding ourselves that make us feel like crap uh, physically and mentally and then just simply shift that to be able to, to feel joy. And then once you become addicted to feeling joy, oh, it's game over after that. Yeah. And then value yourself enough to make those choices. Yeah. Then you move to Colorado and go skiing down a mountain. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, all right, Jennifer, uh, before we close out, what, you have any last words uh, for the viewers or the listeners? What's your last words for everybody as they're going into the holidays, which um, is the, is the most wonderful time of the year for some and the most miserable time for others. Well, I wrote something the other day I was pretty happy with, and it was, I won't read all of it, but it was basically, you know, a series of I am, you know, I to, want to hear all of it. We got do you want to, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So this is my daily, my new daily mantra. Today, I will live in the feeling of who I want to be. I am a successful person. I am an adventurous person. I am a youthful person. I am a confident person. I am a person who cares for her appearance. I'm a person who is organized, a person who has a strong connection with people. I am a happy and joyful person. I am a free person. I am a person who lives for the present moment while keeping a keen eye on the future and only pulling reflections from the past that allow me to become better. I am without trauma. I am without pain. I am whole. So create your own daily mantra, read it daily and be who you can be. That was good. All right, y'all. Have a great weekend. We'll see y'all next Thursday. Says I'm traveling on Friday. So Jennifer, don't hang up.
All right, okay. y'all. I hope that y'all have enjoyed this. Jennifer, thank you so much for showing up, sharing your brilliance, brilliance and your shine because you shining, girl. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. Take care. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review if you love this episode. Follow Christy on Instagram and LinkedIn. And don't forget to get her free gift by texting change now. All one word. Again, change now to 66866. Until next time, go out and win bigger.